0: radio and we are very happy that you are here with us today by the way if you want to find out more about us you can always go to positive talk radio.net and you can find out all about us and stuff but today we've got a great guy as a matter of fact he's been on the show before and um, he was on the show when he was a little bit larger but he was also had lost a 100 pounds at that time He's, he's a remarkable young man. His name is James Rice. He's got the book out that's called The Hundred Pound War, the battle from, gosh, there are three X's there. Yeah. to From 3X, L to L, which is a, your a shadow of your former self, young man. Nice to see you again.
1: Thank you so much, Kevin. It's uh, it's wonderful to be on the show again and listen uh it's now uh, triple x to small i'm wearing a small t-shirt today and uh size 30 pant i was size 44 when i started this journey so i've gone to small i gotta change the title of the book
0: yeah boy no kidding so, <laughs> so you had to and i suppose if, if i don't know do you like to shop
1: not but you know I hated shopping when I was a large because there's basically only one store I could go to that would actually have triple X or even 4xL clothes. so I hated shopping now I, I you know I'm kind of a like a shopaholic I love hey I look good in that now. I could wear that. And people actually talk to me in the store. They don't ignore me because when I'd walk into some of those stores, they would ignore me because they, we don't have any clothes that fit you, man. So now it's it's good. It's good. So it feels good to walk in and know that I could actually fit into some of these fashionable clothes. But at the same time, I'm an old guy, not a young guy. I'm 51. So, you know, the fashion doesn't quite always suit me. You got
0: it. You got to knock it off with that old guy stuff. You're, you're 51. You're barely even getting started, my friend. Um, because get ready you know in the 60s. Yeah. Well, I I turn uh, I turned the big 65. Wow. Now yeah. you
1: promised me. You promised me, Kevin, last time I was on the show that you oh, were going to lose some weight and head on the diet as well. That you were going to you were inspired and going to get in, involved in, with weight loss and get going. So how much have you lost since we last talked?
0: I, I, I'm doing the interview here. (laughs) (laughs) I I am, I am, I am, I am feverishly working on a thing. The major thing that I'm working on personally is, uh, improving my diet, getting better nutrition, raising the amount of protein that I'm able to do without, uh, and I, and so I'm using supplementation to do that, like, like protein shakes and that sort of thing, because I don't want to eat a lot but at the same time, I need I want my see, they keep telling me that the difference between 50 and 60 and 60 and 70 and then 70 to 80 is huge. And and you need to maintain your muscle mass as best you can as you get older or or you're going to hit a certain point and your health is going to start going, you know, really yeah. sideways But between like 70 and 80 and that kind of thing so i'm working i'm working on that but i've also lost i don't know i've lost about well you know to be fair when we talked i've lost probably 15 pounds
1: okay all right well that's fantastic that's fantastic so from from that aspect yeah you're knowledgeable you're thinking about it i mean that's the key i mean that's absolutely the key is think about it and uh and try to find the food that that You know the nutritious, nutritional food that you enjoy, and protein shakes are great. I mean, when I started the hundred pound war, I was close to three hundred pounds, and I uh, I I was drinking four protein shakes a day just to suppress the appetite, and and as well, of course, to to gain that protein. But it was a lot of appetite. I was hungry all the time, so protein shakes were a great way to uh, suppress that appetite. And uh, while I was eating and finding nutritional. Nutritious food. It was hard to find. That was that was the first war. What the hell am I going to eat?
0: We we have we have a uh, listener that is uh calling me out here. Yes,
1: <laughs> busted. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to challenge. Ke- I was looking forward to seeing a thin, thin Kevin, but a fifteen pounds is amazing. It's a it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Well, it's 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 a start anyway. But yeah, you know, well, it's, it's tough. It's tough to start. And it's tough to continue. Well, in
0: in your case, it was really an amazing thing because losing a hundred pounds. Now that now, <laughs> now that I've got a hundred pounds to lose, um nearabouts to get to, to get back to my high school football playing weight, it would be right about a hundred pounds. Uh, and I paid, played played it a I played at a, and it felt hundred and seventy eight pounds. Okay so you know but which was which was good for me but for you you know it was it was tell us a story of when you decided enough was enough it, it has to do with a beach and florida and yeah. they something like that right
1: yeah i was in miami beach and just to quickly read but i was in Miami beach I, I wanted to buy one of those tacky you know uh hawaiian shirts that tourists buy and i went into the store and uh I tried an XL that didn't fit, couldn't even get it on. Double XL didn't even fit. Triple XL barely, barely fit. And uh, I was really shocked uh, that I would just progress down. And I don't know why it hit me at that time, but it did. And uh, I bought a t-shirt. It was triple X because I was so angry at myself. What are you doing? I've never been triple X. What? You've lost control. And I ran out of the... uh, uh store i left my boston red sox baseball hat and my uh expensive sunglasses that i had and uh i I went back to the uh hotel and I threw the shirt in and i said i'm gonna change my life from this day forward and that's what i did and uh so most recently you know kevin i was saying to you i started uh you know at 100 pounds it was hard to continue and now I don't want to say I'm finished, but I'm down to 100. I got to a competition and we'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But uh, I entered a competition, my first ever body building. It's actually a body transformation competition. And the hard part was the end, getting to 152 pounds. That's where I ended up uh, at the competition. Uh, can you imagine 100, I, I, exactly 140 pounds I lost. The last, because I was in that about 172 when I started. So I lost about 20 pounds. And that last 20 pounds, oh my God, it was hellish. Uh, It was militaristic. I was in the Army. I felt I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, I have never, I mean, you probably did this when you were a football player. I've never worked so hard to lose that last 20 pounds. So 100 pounds now, I'm like, oh man, that was like, that was a fun ride. This last 20 pounds, it was to get to a competition. I have tremendous respect for those. I mean, those people who are doing it naturally, not the steroid guys and the big bulky, you know, bodybuilders who are taking all the drugs and doing that, but people who are doing it naturally, uh, and overcoming a lot of odds and people with cancer, people with drug addiction, people with, uh, alcoholism that have given that up and have focused on their health. This is part of, uh body transformation and and lifestyle transformation and uh tremendous respect because there were a lot of jokes out there you know who's who's how many leaves of lettuce are you eating tonight you know it was just like oh my god (laughs) this was like holy cow i am like right into this uh whole competition thing so ah. but at the end of it all i did have a dairy queen ice cream uh after i after the competition so it was fun Mm -hmm. That was, a day, that was a highlight of my, <laughs> the <laughs> highlight of my twelve weeks of weight loss. That that Dairy Queen uh ice cream dipped cone. So let's talk. Let's talk about that competition yeah, because yeah.
0: that is now they have them here, but th- we're more concerned with you know the bodybuilding and the Arnold Schwarzenegger right. types. Yeah, and and my son does that sort of thing, and he has to do like like he doesn't have a weight problem never has had he's got one of those metabolisms that if he were to eat a normal amount he would lose weight yeah.
1: I and, hate you, it. and you look at an Oreo cookie and gain weight right yeah i you. do
0: and, yeah. and my sister's the same way we have the same yeah, same <laughs> body type and yeah. uh it, well she's sure. kind of female part anyway uh, yeah. but it's the same kind of thing and uh so he has to eat like five thousand calories a day yeah. Yeah. to to gain any weight at all and and he's very buff, and and sure. that that kind of stuff. But you know, for young. us, they can do it. Yeah, you know, he's young. But when you know, I remember when I was uh, after my uh, football days were over, and I went to um, went to the movies in 1976, and there was this movie playing called Rocky, and so I decided that I was going to be a boxer, and
1: so like everybody else, we all decided that.
0: Yeah, and I went from I was I went into the gym at 190. He said if you get into a ring with another 190 pound man, they're going to kill you. So you need to get down to about 160. And so I made it to about 170 before I uh, unceremoniously ended my career, yeah. or it was ended for me. Oh, but yeah. So that's 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 a whole other story. Did, did but, you drink the eggs? I did. No, I thought about it, but no, I, I just tried to, you know, but I never got into the type of shape that he had to be in too, so I wasn't
1: that committed to it. It's very uh, tremendous. I have tremendous respect for those that can get down there naturally uh it's 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 tremendous so just a bit about the competition it was uh it's run by an organization called idfa international drug-free athletics here in canada it's a canadian organization and uh, they do have a world invitational uh competition coming up in october uh but they do bodybuilding all of the bodybuilding uh you know standard uh competitions that that are out there and when i posted some of my my um Photos and the fact that I won on social media, I was surprised to learn that in the U.S. they hadn't heard of body transformation as a category. And uh, um, I don't know if it's out there. It may be in some organizations, Uh, but uh, some of the research I've done on there, they they did a fitness thing, or it's called it maybe called something different, but they didn't have a lot of the this transformation category where you're taking someone like me who was three hundred pounds and and transforming their body or uh, as i mentioned you know those with cancer or athletics uh, the one of the women uh that i competed against she had uh cancer she was a cancer survivor in her 60s and uh, lost the weight and got into shape and and, and beat cancer and uh and uh, so some of these amazing stories so uh, i've actually petitioned arnold schwarzenegger Kevin I've sent him a message and said, you know, Arnold has the world classic uh big bodybuilder where all of these giant, you know, enormous guys are up there competing and I've said, you know, Arnold, the true the true heroes are these people that transform their their lives not not through drugs and steroids and and artificial uh, you know, ways, but through natural uh body transformation and our stories you know, my story is my story and I put it out there, but there are so many amazing stories that li- literally it makes you cry. And this is one of the motivations when I, when I started my journey, I was about four or five months in and my, my personal trainer took me to one of the shows and I, I listened to their story and it was just listening to my story. It was like, that's exactly my feeling that's exactly where i was i you know I, I i was right where they are and i saw that they could do it and it inspired me and motivated me and kept me going to to do that so uh, i entered this competition uh it's a national competition so i won the state or provincial uh, cha- uh championship for my province and then i Go on to compete against the other uh, winners, and uh, so I competed with somebody from Quebec. Competed uh, somebody from Quebec came in third. Somebody from BC came in second, and then I was uh, I was crowned the national champion. And I, as I told you, Kevin, I maybe I went from the fattest guy in Canada to the thinnest guy in Canada, so that's that's why <laughs> I won. So I'm not sure, you know, it's a, it's a great reward, but uh, I, I I felt very fulfilled by it at the end of it all too. To to uh, be recognized for for this, and I hope that my story can help others that out there that maybe are struggling and saying I can't do it. I how do I do it? And and I hope that uh, that uh, you can see I did it. And it and losing the hundred pounds, like I said, was easy. Losing those last twenty pounds, I don't want to say it was easy. It was very hard. It was a war. And losing those twenty pounds, that was I was like it was like going. I was a private in the Marines. You know, I I, I was a private in the army for the hundred pound war. Then I got transferred to like Delta Force to lose the last (laughs) 20 pounds. I was like, holy cow. I was regimented. I I ate chicken and fish and eggs and I never changed. I went to bed at the same time. I woke up at the same time. I worked out five, six days a week. And uh, man, it was intense. It was intense. And, now uh, I gotta ask you,
0: James, because uh, I want and I want to go down this road just a little bit. By the way, congratulations on becoming a national champ of you know like anything, but yeah. being a national champ and saving your life all at the same time was really really cool.
1: Yeah, it was a nice I, feeling. And I I, I said to, I, I said to my trainer, I feel very I felt very fulfilled uh, by this journey.
0: But I gotta ask you. Yeah, because um, um, something that has come across my world of late that I, I wanted to, I wanted to share with you, and that is, first of all, in your life, were there other instances where you took a real negative, and then you had the intestinal fortitude, and the brain power, and the desire, and you were able to take it to another level. Uh, was writing the book like that? Was your career like that? Was growing up like that? Because some people would say that there's something called grit, that there's then what do we call authentic grit here. And what that is is that that I believe that you can change who you are to become, and when we talk about grit, we're talking about really going to the next level. Of becoming a, a somebody that is really doing something outstanding and sticking to it for a long period of time because they know it's the right thing to do and they're they're able to do it. You, sir, have what I would call authentic grit. And I want to know, did you were you born with that in your opinion? Did you grow up with that? Or did that something that you grew into over time because of your strong desire? for to make that change and, and so you you follow what i'm asking yes
1: yeah, is- and no, th- uh, thank you for the question and and it is it is a very kind of personal question because uh my mom uh just passed away uh last december and uh i remember what she's she instilled in me she said you got big shoulders uh you're gonna have a lot of uh stuff on those shoulders you got to carry it around because you can handle it and the good lord gave you the big shoulders to, to carry that load uh, and uh, you can you can do it and she's all, that was a quote that she always I always kind of lived by that uh there isn't there isn't anything that the good lord's given me this uh, talent of discipline and and fight to to get to the other side and and uh, we're not we were not a wealthy family uh we were we had a, our our own personal struggles my father had six hip operations uh you know he was the greatest of all time they wrote textbooks about him here in in toronto uh when he was going through for his fifth hip operation because they'd never seen anybody do that he struggled through that and got to the other side so when you see people around you be able to to have that um intestinal fortitude to to struggle and survive and push to the other side and do it in a way that's not complaining. He Never, I never saw him complain about it. Uh, I never saw my mom, you know, complain about it. I mean, this is the situation we're in. We deal with it end of story and move on. So uh, it, it definitely came from my my family and my parents around me. We've all had, and but we've all had these tough situations and how you how you look at that situation, you're in a tough situation, uh, whether it's a, a physical situation, whether it's an emotional situation, whether it's a mental situation, this is your situation and you, you, you got to buck up, you got to deal with it and, and get to the other side. It may take, in my case, two and a half years to get to this point. Uh, but you know, it's, 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 you've got to put yourself out there to do it and, and handle it and, and overcome it because it can be overcome, but it's just a day to day battle. And that's why I call it a war. Uh, that's why I've always called it a war. It's not a journey. It's not a trek. It's not fun. Um, it, it was fun getting here. I can tell you, I enjoyed myself a, a lot, but, uh, I enjoyed getting to 300 pounds, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you, want, you want, do you want to live or do you want to die? I mean, you you know, I was looking at that at 48. I was looking at that uh, very question uh, by the doctors. How do you want to live the rest of your life? Do you want to live it on pills? Do you want to have surgeries on your knees? Do you want to have surgery on your shoulder? Um, Is that the way you want to live the next, you know, maybe even 10 years? I don't know how long it would have lasted, you know, but I, I saw that fortitude from my parents and 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 inspired me but i also remember a, a professor said to me uh, in terms of writing because you mentioned it, it popped into my head was uh, i asked him one day do, do you think i have a talent to be a, a writer because I, I studied writing in in university and and i asked him and and i said you know do you think i'm good enough i see all these other writers in the class and i think they're really great and he said james you you are not the best writer in the class you're not the worst but you're not the best but he said you are the best at picking your writing and selling it and doing something with it. And and that's that always stuck with me. He said other writers would write something and they they think, ah, it's not perfect. It's not good enough. I'll put it in my drawer and forget about it. You took that and Whatever you wrote and went out and and tried to sell it and tried to put it out into the main main uh, mainstream of whatever media you want to do. So that that also is kind of I guess a, a pers- part of my personality as well is that uh, I wasn't afraid of uh, I'm not afraid of doing these interviews I'm not afraid of writing I'm not afraid to put myself out there and that in- motivates me and gets me gets me going uh, because I'm accountable and that's another thing you got to be accountable to somebody uh, I can't be accountable to myself I've proven that. You know, I got to 300 pounds because I was not accountable to anybody, and the first person I was accountable to was my personal trainer, and he made sure I was accountable every single day that uh, at the especially at the beginning, and and now as I've transitioned uh, to where I am, I. I, I, and I said, I was fulfilled and I felt like, you know, what am I going to do now? I, 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 I'm a national champion. I won the championship. I reached my goal. I'm at the peak of that mountain. That's, you know, behind you in that picture I, I'm there. I I've reached it. Uh, what do I do? And, you know, I listened to the Tom Brady uh, documentary. It's on Disney called man in the arena. And he said the same thing. He said, you know, we were 17 and 0 and if we had won the super bowl with the giants, and ran the perfect season. He says, "I don't know what I would have done. I, 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 I would have my career would have been over because I reached the pinnacle of my, my career. I'm, I don't need to challenge myself anymore. I've done absolutely a perfect season." But he lost to the Giants, and it, it made him angry and got him going to continue forward. Yeah. But in my case, I've reached that point, and I thought about it because I watched it. And I thought about it. like I, I'm fulfilled. I feel I've reached my goal. And what has restarted my engine is when I walk into the gym and now people are looking at me for in a different way. They look at me for advice. They're looking at me for motivation. They're looking at me for inspiration. So now I've gotta be answerable to these people that realize what I've done and I need to continue my, my journey to support them. If, if I give up and quit, they're going to say, "Well, it's not worth it." James can't do it. If I continue forward, even if I don't do another competition, uh, I, I can I can continue showing them that you can. Uh, it's just a lifestyle change. This is not, uh, you know, not about winning a competition. It's about winning your own life back. So that that's kind of uh, you know, kind of a, a real personal journey that I've gone through since winning the competition and and uh, trying to understand my. Uh, my feeling of fulfillment and how do I get back to that, you know, being angry and being embarrassed and, you know, pushing forward. And uh, I want to, I want to win the competition. Well, I won. Now, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Oh,
0: Oh, sir. May I, may I, uh, may I provide you with another Avenue, sir? Absolutely. And, and that is that, uh, and I'm not sure if you're doing this or not because we haven't talked about it. We may have done the last interview, but I think that you would be awesome as a motivational speaker talking about your weight loss and what you've done but more importantly what you've done with your life because of all of these things and the intestinal fortitude and the grit that you approach it with um i want to ask you i want to ask you more about grit because do you think it's teachable or is it a god-given thing and if you don't have it you don't have it if you're born with it that's great but it's what do you think
1: no, it's one hundred percent teachable. I, I feel, and and what holds people back, and I, I was talking about this just with uh with my son the other day. I, I the other week, it is fear. Fear holds you back, and and if you can uh, overcome one bit of a, a fear then you don't have that fear. It's like walking when you're when you're a baby you're afraid to walk, you crawl everywhere, but when you start walking you overcome that fear. Now you can crawl. It's climbing. When you want to climb up on something you overcome that fear and you want to climb. It's the same thing. Can I do it? I I I'm, I'm afraid of the pain. I'm afraid of the the food. I'm afraid. Once you overcome that and get to the other side you realize, "Okay, I can do it." And so now I look back at 100 pounds and I said it a couple of times here and I shouldn't say it as it, it's being easy. It wasn't easy when I was in that fear mode, but I don't have a fear that I can't do it now. I can do it uh, because I've overcome it. I've done it once and, and now I don't have, I don't have a fear anymore, but I had a fear walking on that stage. I can tell you, Kevin, uh, prior to that stage, I was feeling confident. The day of the event, the competition, my shirt is off. I'm walking in front of, of people. Uh, were you in your underwear? are my little shorts and
0: your underbreeches. Were you in your underbreach? My,
1: my wife was like, You're 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 so embarrassed up there. And I said, Yeah, this is I just felt really embarrassed. You know, I've never had people look at me like that, you know, in that way. But I overcome yeah. that fear. I'm I'm ready to try it again, and I'm I'm gonna be in another competition in July. I, I don't have that same uh fear, but once I was up on that stage, man, it was uh it was fearful. <laughs> see, see, see so this is what i want you to do i want this you to become this is grit. To... this is overcoming and you can call it grit but it's just overcoming that fear you get to that other side now you're you're there uh you can do it whether it's hand gliding football whatever whatever fear you have you gotta you gotta try you gotta push through you gotta get to the other side and then you think why was i afraid of that why why what was the problem well
0: but even more so james have you done any research on what the percentage of people that lose large amounts of weight what percentage of them gain back at least part if not all of their weight back Um, i
1: I haven't done any research but i know in in uh my research for the book that 95 percent of people give up kind of in that first uh uh, six to, to to eight weeks they they tend to give up very very quickly uh and a lot of the reason why people give up weight loss and I have a list of there's a list in the book of 12 14 reasons why people give up but I think one of the big reasons why people give up is that that, that there's a, a feeling that it's going to it's going to happen quickly um, and it's not going to happen quickly it's two and a half years for me um it, it was nine months 26 days to lose a hundred pounds uh, it and and when you're very very large, um you can i lost the first 50 pounds in about four months uh and and that was on a very strict controlled diet and i you know you think wow 50 pounds in four months this is going to be a it's going to be easy it's and then after that you start you start to 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 struggle because your body uh and i i learned this in this competition your body does not want you to starve um it's designed to make sure you are Full and satisfied since the beginning of time. That's the way our bodies have been designed. They do not want you to starve. So the 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 fight between your mind and your body is that your your you know your mind is saying you need to eat food. Your body's telling you need to eat food. You've got to overcome that and allow your body to eat the fat. You know, you eat the fat that's there. You've got a lot of food in there, guys. You don't need that extra food from me. So uh, that's 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 one of the challenges that I've learned as well.
0: Well one of the other major challenges for a lot of folks is that and I've heard this many times that even when somebody loses weight they still feel like they're a fat person. Yeah. But now They're a fat person in a skinny body. Yeah. Because because they've got they've they got this mental in this mental picture of themselves yeah. that says I'm fat, I'm unattractive and I'm and all of these things. Did you seek or did you need any therapy? to understand that you now could lead a different life and you were thin and you were going to be that way for the rest of your life.
1: No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, need any therapy for that, but it's a very interesting perspective that you you mentioned, Kevin, because uh, I don't remember being fat, but I do remember the emotion of being fat. I do remember the, the, the sadness, the depression, the, the, the hiding, the emotional. I don't remember the physical being of of me being three hundred pounds. I remember the emotional being of three hundred pounds. Now, was I that was that. the embarrassment, the anger, the, the depression, the sadness, all of those feelings, I still hold uh, with me. So, if this is a therapy session, I would like to know why I still remember that and not <laughs> the weight. Because they, like, do you feel lighter? Do you feel this? No, I don't. I don't feel. I, I feel. Uh I, I don't feel sad anymore. I don't feel depressed anymore. I don't I you know I don't feel uh angry anymore. Um why? There's smarter people out there, maybe that can can answer that question. Well,
0: there's some people that use food for all sorts of different reasons, comfort food, they don't feel and, and and then they have that box of Oreo cookies, which in the beginning seemed like a really good idea at the time. And then you finish that, and then you go, now look what I've done. And yeah. so that's where the, I imagine
1: the heartache and the, and the negativity. Yeah, it's temper. fascinating. It's fascinating because I really don't remember. I look at my pictures, and I think, wow, is that me? I don't remember. I don't remember that. I, but I do remember the emotion. I really remember my feelings back then. It's, it's something that stayed, stayed with me uh, throughout this journey.
0: Well, and you you were living every day with that body, and yeah. getting up and looking in the mirror, and I'm I, I'm convinced because have you ever heard the expression that you never get to look and see
1: what your behind actually looks like? Well, it's funny you mention that because uh, we were doing we're doing posing practice, okay? Oh, good. So here's a whole lesson. So about a month before the competition, I'm I'm in my bathroom and I'm posing like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I look terrible. I'm like, oh. Damn, I look, I look awful. This is embarrassing. I, I can't go on stage like this. So I go to, I go to the personal trainer and I said, I said to him, I said, my, and and uh, actually uh, my trainer and I, have a, I had a posing coach. So I went to my coach and I said to him, I, I can't do this. I'm sorry, no, I, I this is embarrassing. I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not even close to showing off this body. And what do you mean, what do you mean? So he started posing. And uh, he started show he started showing me how to pose. And suddenly I looked jacked. I was like, wow. Cause he had he had some tricks, he had some ways to really highlight some of the some of the poses that I had done. And then I turned around and I started doing my back, which I, I, I don't I don't see my back. I don't see no. at all. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what it looks like. And everybody in the gym went, Oh my god, what a back! What a well, that is tremendous. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, why is everybody so excited about my back? <laughs> so uh I feel I won the competition because while I wait lost the weight on the back, when you see my back pictures, when you see the pose of the back, what however they've taught me to do it, because I, I don't I still don't see it, it's a it's a it's the wow factor. So I don't know. I've never seen my backside, but whenever the judges or the competitors see the backside, they they are. Just impressed with the back. So and whatever I've done with the back is good. So I like my backside, Kevin. So I, <laughs> I have a swagger for the back, and that
0: as well. You should, sir. You've, you've, done, <laughs> you've done an extraordinary thing. By the way, we're talking with James Rice, and he he's written the book, um, The Hundred Pound. Actually, now it's the Hundred Forty Pound Battle or War, uh, the Battle from Triple X to Small. That's I'm modifying. to up with the
1: sequel, Large to Small.
0: Exactly. And uh, I, I'm curious to know, one of our listeners again, or or watchers or whatever she is, uh, would like to know, what are some of the key topics in your book? What, what are you, uh, fo- what do
1: you focus on? Sure. In the book, I focus on uh, different battles. So uh, kind of the top 10 battles that you're going to face as you go through your weight loss. Some of those battles include fighting sugar. So I was addicted to sugar. How do you beat the sugar? Uh, Cravings. How do you beat the carb cravings? And then what what do you eat? Uh, you know, how do you you know you can't go from eating pasta and potatoes and steak and to eating sardines and kale. That is not going to happen. So I talk a lot about uh, transitional food to help you to go from um, uh, food that you know that is high in carb, high in sugar, down to. Uh, you know something that's a little bit more uh palatable and 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 like I said for protein shakes I talked a little bit about covid uh then weight loss how to how to survive you know life through the pandemic as well uh you know because it came, it came out with that and and if you get locked down or you're in a situation like that so it's a kind of different battles another battle was grief I I did lose my father uh during the process so how do you battle through grief because you really just you know what's the point in life when you lose somebody, you feel like I can't go on. How do you get over that? And there are, there are some steps there that I I help uh, people through exercise through nutrition, trying to maintain through that really, and it could be a death or it could be just a really high stress. How do you manage that high stress level? Um, so I've got some tips in there and, and they're, they're, they're tips that I've lived through. Um, so they may, uh, connect with some people, they may not connect. Some people are high carb people, some people are high sugar people. Some people want to know if I did keto or was I intermittent fasting and I, I tried everything I did. I don't advocate one diet or one weight loss program. I tried weight loss as I tried keto, I did high protein, I did them all. And each each month or each uh, uh, battle that I went through was uh, sometimes I'd have to change that up. Yeah, you could do keto. I mean, maybe you can't do keto for nine months and twenty-six days. I did keto at the beginning for, for a couple of months, and it really helped me, helped to discipline my mind. But now I don't do keto. I do three straight meals a day, eat nutritious food, and and I'm fine. Um, you know, but there's there's elements in there, and and there's a, it's a lot of questions that I hope people can ask their personal trainers that they can ask. Um, their dietitians, the nutritionalists, they can say, okay, you know, this guy said in his book, uh, try this. What do you think? Does that work for me? Because what works for me may not work for you, may not work for everybody, but you should have those questions. You should ask those questions. I didn't know what to ask. I just asked stupid questions. And sometimes, you know, those stupid questions led to an understanding of my of my body and of my uh of my mind. And and uh uh I got those answers for me, and I share those answers in the book. So it's basically the different battles that you're going to go through, and uh, and some of my my solutions to that, and and how we overcame them. And I hope that they'll open up discussions for people with their personal trainers, with their dietitians, uh, with with their doctors, and and talk about that because that's a whole other area. The doctors don't necessarily teach you about all that. I mean, I was pre-diabetic. I was going to be on the pills. I had high blood pressure. I was going to be on the pills. The doctors never told me, you know, you can do this through food and through, you know, medicine. You don't need medicine. You can do it through food and exercise and taking care of your body and supplementation of uh, with the right supplements. They didn't tell me that. They were ready to sell me the pharmaceuticals and get me on the drugs. And, uh, um, you know, here I am uh, feeling much better without having to go through all that.
0: You know, I don't want to sound cynical, but nobody makes any money if you just eat better.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, you know. You know, so that's it. So. But a couple of things. First of all, I wanted to ask you, because I, in my entire life, have never said to myself, gee whiz, I think I'm going to go have some sardines. Never yeah, crossed exactly. my mind, not once. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: And the other thing is, explain the keto diet for us so that I, I'm I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. What is it?
1: Well, it's more or less uh, uh, intermittent fasting is one element of it. So you are uh, trying to eat uh, at certain periods of the day, which is around noon and and lunchtime and trying to trying to have a fast that goes um, uh, 14 hours, 14 to 16 hours. Uh, and then keeping your carbs as low as possible, uh, under fifty grams of carbs, and and of, of course eliminating sugar. I mean that's it. That's it in a nutshell. So that basically you're you're feeding from your fat within your body, and eating very healthy, nutritious uh, uh, vegetables and foods uh, that uh, that help help you. So the big thing for me was the discipline of when to eat and trying to stop eating the nighttime snacking, which is a big problem. And so I'd stop eating at six and try to make it all the way through to 8am or 9am. In my case, I tried to get to 10am before I would have uh, some food. Uh, in there. You could have a drink of coffee or, or water or something when you get up in the morning, but try to get to 10 a.m. So that was my routine originally. Uh, that uh, that was more of a discipline of the mind uh, in, in timing of your eating. And as I got the, that under control, um, I was able to lower the carbs, lower the sugar. Uh, and as I said, do that transitional food because I couldn't get right under all of that quickly. Um, I, it took a bit of time for me to to scaffold down. And I I recommend that to people as opposed to doing something hardcore immediately for a week or two doing the keto diet, and I'm going to go on low carb, your body is just not not going to take it. It's it's very, very challenging. So you need to scaffold down and and uh, get on find the food that find the nutritious food that you like. And and one example um, would be uh, nuts uh which are high in fat so this is another part of keto trying to find food that's high in good fats not not bad fats but the good fats um and some of the nuts that you can choose are almonds pistachios uh cashews pecans walnuts so i tried them all i love cashews but they they make me bloated and uh, i don't feel good um and so i've stuck with pistachios uh which are high in fat superfood very good nutritional content uh and they 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 are they've stuck with me for two and a half years i feel great when i eat them and that's just one of those foods that i tried i tried them all tried all five i do like almonds but they they also have a lot of high calorie there uh, but uh, pistachios are ones that uh, that i actually gave up for the competition kevin i had to give up the pistachios because they were too high in fat so uh when you're in that competition mode you got to give up some of that fat you really got to cut the carbs really cut the sugar and uh, so I had to give up dairy and I had to give up uh, my pistachios and I really miss them the most.
0: It is pretty amazing the things that you've accomplished. And and the uh, do you consider yourself to be unique? No,
1: <laughs> no, I just, I consider myself to be lucky uh, and very fortunate that I've, I've been able to uh, go through this journey um, and this war and win it. Uh, in some mission accomplished I guess was the way I felt after winning the championship uh, was mission accomplished so I feel very fortunate very lucky and um, relieved uh, that we've got here but uh, you know the other stat that I've read Kevin is that it takes five years of this body transformation to really change and so I'm only two and a half years into it so uh, you know there's still the risk of of me you Know, uh, uh, going backwards and having a slide backwards, and certainly I felt that after I won the championship that I really wanted to eat some <laughs> bad food.
0: <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you, do, is that a concern of yours? Because, absolutely, you know, you've got this book out there that says you lost 100 pounds. Now, you've got let's be honest, you got 40 pounds to play with here. Uh, so <laughs> you could, yeah, you, could, you I, could pick up a little bit, but I could pick up some.
1: So, I it is a worry, it is a concern, and that's where I felt that. Like, what am I going to do? Uh, and that's uh, how am I going to keep myself motivated? Because a lot of my motivation was anger uh, and embarrassment. Those were two strong motivators for me. I was angry at myself. I was embarrassed at myself. Uh, I was sometimes angry at other people, uh, you know, and and uh, that kept me motivated. But now I don't feel that anymore so how do i keep going so uh, that 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 is definitely one of my concerns is the backsliding and how do how do i keep away from that and one technique that i've, I've learned uh is is the cheat meal and uh, everybody asked me about the cheat meal i don't have a cheat meal anymore uh but i i i eat more healthy food So what I've done is, uh, I've increased the, the pistachios. If I'm feeling I need more pistachios, I need an extra protein shake and that makes me feel really great. And, and so that is my cheat meal now is I eat, uh, more healthy food rather than going off my diet, having some pasta or having some, uh, rice or something like that, I just eat more beef. I eat more chicken, I eat more. Of what I know is healthy food and what I like that that healthy food that I really really like uh, that may be a little high in fat content that may be a little high in calories like almonds or pistachios but ultimately they're good nutritious food so why not eat eat that?
0: Well, because it does. It's not nearly as good as pizza. <laughs> I had
1: a pizza, so I had the pizza and I had the I had the ice cream. Uh, those two things I had after the competition, and I tell you, I felt so terrible for two or three days. Yeah, it was just, it was like this ball of goo inside me. Well, it's like oh, you know, the ice cream did felt uh, the ice cream, it was like cocaine, it was like a shot of cocaine. <laughs> I've never had cocaine, but I can imagine what it felt like shooting up through my brain and all through my body. It was like, Whoa, what is going on? Because I just haven't had that much of a sugar rush for so long. It was, wild. It, it, it actually wild. is. I, I was like a ball, I was bouncing off the wall. I had great energy all night.
0: <laughs> it is, it actually is very similar to
1: cocaine, very funny. It,
0: in a, in a lesser way, not that I would personally know, but this is what I've been told.
1: Uh, well, certainly by, the brain reacts to it in the same way, yes. In a similar Yes. World. Anyways, yeah. It, it exactly. Wants so
0: to you're going to do this competition again, um, and you're going
1: to uh, start well, to... I committed to it because I didn't think I was ever going to win. I didn't think I was going to win. <laughs> if I had known I was going to win, I wouldn't have done the next competition, but I'm um, going to do
0: it again. Well, but, you know, you're the champ, and you and yeah. the champ has oh, to God. repeat.
1: That's right now i gotta stand up there and say that yeah
0: yeah so you're gonna do it again and uh you're you've got another book there's got to be another book in you someplace and a motivational speaking you can really help people and and uh lose you know feel good about themselves and and understand that there's a whole psychology to it that is more than and you used anger as as a motivational tool yeah um and it worked for you but some, there are other motivational tools that other people can utilize, and you can help them with that and to find something that's good for them that they really will touch bases and will, will believe in and uh, do what you've done.
1: And but, what, what is a good motivator right now is a good playlist. I put on my earbuds, I've got a great playlist. I'm in, when I'm in the gym, I am in an hour by myself in almost like a Zen Buddhist kind of meditation thing. Nobody bothers me, nobody talks to me, and they they know that. And it's really a fun place to be. I, I've never been in that really clear, you know, mind-body uh, connection that you've got going on. It's fantastic, it's, a, it's wonderful. I'm not, I've never been one of those guys that supported meditation that goes out and does meditation. I I shouldn't say I don't support it. I mean, if you do it, you love it, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it, but I've never I've never gotten into it. But now I, I feel it's really part of my workout routine where I'm in this meditation zone where there's nothing that enters in, no negativity, nothing goes comes into my brain. It's just me and the weights and the gym and the program. And uh, when I come out of it, it's like I'm totally refreshed. So it, again, so this is another motivation uh, technique that you you learn and you get to as well.
0: Exactly, and and you were motiv- you were meditating a lot longer than you thought. By the way, what was your what what is your uh, um, the playlist? What kind of
1: music do you like? Uh, it changes uh, it changes often, but what have I got on right now? I got Celine Dion on. <laughs> they, they teased me at the gym on that one. And I do have uh I do have The Rock's Face Off as well on there.
0: Oh, now do you have her uh her song that she did for Titanic?
1: On no, there? not that one. I have that it's called Alive. I think it's from uh Stuart Little. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel alive. I I don't know why, but they tease me a lot at the gym for my Celine Dion selection. What are you listening to?
0: Well, but now, I, I tell that with The with that Rock. I,
1: I have The Rock cuz they, they they I am the Baby Rock, you know. I I, I don't know if you remember, but I I, if Mark Wahlberg and The Rock had a baby, I would be that. I would be the child. <laughs>
0: if if those two men had a baby, that you, they would be a whole lot different than you are today. <laughs> I can I can only say that. By the way, James Rice is our guest. James, if there's a, I I know they can pick up the book at Amazon, all the major booksellers, all the all the folks online. Is there a website that you'd like to reference?
1: Sure, it's uh, www. The, very important grammar, the 100-pound war, 100-pound war.com. And uh, incidentally, it is available on all of those as a a book. But one of the cool uh, ways that we've put together uh, a book is on uh, Apple uh, iBooks. uh, And there's multimedia in there. So there's video of me. Um, there's interactive, uh, elements in there so you can see some of the progression, uh, and the audio. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a little more interactive. It's really a really cool book. Uh, on, if you have an Apple device that you can download through that. And, uh, in addition, I just want to extend to all of your listeners and watchers out there. Uh, Kevin, if you're coming to Toronto, Canada, look me up, shoot me a message uh, I would love to work out with you. I'd love to bring you to the gym, do a body analysis, show you what show you what the program is. Uh, ta- you know, if you're passing through, you're flying into Toronto, shoot us a message. You can shoot us through the through the website, uh, or you know, uh, I'm on Instagram at uh, it's at uh, 100 Pound War 100 100 Pound War. Shoot us a message. We love. I'd love to work out with you uh, and and uh, talk to you a little bit about. Uh, how you how we can help you you know get on a uh, on a path so that extends to you kevin that extends to your listeners if you're in toronto next time
0: i'm in toronto i promise i will look you up of course all right you you promise to lose more weight as well so just just running to toronto i'll lose weight well you know but the first thing i have to do is get a passport that's uh, the last
1: (laughs) yeah make sure you got your vaccines because you gotta have your vaccine in canada
0: oh yeah well you know that's good so you're fully vaccinated and all that kind of stuff stuff. that's a story for another time we'll leave that alone so so james i'm you know i'm would like to give you the opportunity to because our listeners care about you you're you're a really good guy you got a great smile you got great energy and they are really pleased for you that you're doing all of this and they would like to hear a message from you that that uh, just from your heart that uh they can listen to now or later
1: Well, thank you kevin and and i would like to say to the people out there if you are struggling uh with weight loss with uh emotional issues uh grief issues whatever your personal struggle is um, there is always uh tomorrow there is always a better day tomorrow it doesn't last uh, i've been through Uh, the worst of the worst i've been the low of the low and you just got to fight your way through it's a daily battle it is a war but you have to win each battle and step up to that step up to the plate and win the war uh it is possible it is not nothing is impossible to do i am an example of that um i was 300 pounds pre-diabetic high blood pressure knee operations shoulder operations Doctors all putting me down, DNA, this is your genetics, this is your life, this is who you are, you're always going to be big. Uh, these are the the, the the words from professionals that I heard. Nobody told me to, that I could do it and change, uh, except one or two people that were very close to me who supported me and said, let's go for it. And I went for it every single day, have a plan, have a battle, have a goal. You will lose some days. You're not gonna win every battle. Okay. It's not going to, it's not, it's not a fun journey. You're not going to win. Sometimes you are going to lose that's okay. All right. Just get back up and get moving forward because, uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You can do it. And if I can, uh, show you what I've done and you can see what I, the, the weight loss I've done and the progression I've done and the healthy feeling that I've done. And and I, I hope, uh, just with these words, uh and and my experience that we can move forward together and i'm always out there i've answered a lot of questions from from people through social media you know how do you do it how can i do it Uh, it's one day at a time it is a battle it's a cliche i know but it is a battle one day and and win that day and i uh, my new expression right now kevin is win the weekend because that's always a tough one and when you're losing weight win the weekend and my shirt is uh, i don't know if you can say i don't know if you can see it but it says beat yesterday all right so let's try to be better than we were yesterday every single day that's the philosophy that uh, that i go with try to be better than i was yesterday
0: that is that is really awesome by the way there was one other added benefit to you losing weight yeah. And there was that was I believe there's a small child in the back oh yeah
1: there is an unintended consequences uh, gentlemen uh, out there you will get more energy and uh, I'm 51 and I have a 20 month toddler behind me uh, due to my weight loss uh, and uh, the uh, the energy so he is my new motivation and uh, keeps me going that's the next book you're gonna write <laughs> lose
0: a hundred pounds and maybe you'll get lucky <laughs>
1: I I've had those conversations. I've had those conversations with men. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Of that. I have no doubt. Uh, (laughs) Everybody wants to know how you're doing it. And then all of a sudden you got your youth back as it were. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there is the, the
0: testosterone goes back. So just be warned. You have been warned (laughs) gentlemen and ladies watch out for your husbands. Warn your significant other that there could be trouble (laughs) on the horizon. Maybe. Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. By the way, we've been talking with James Rice. Go to his website, which is the hundred one zero zero poundwarcom and get his get his book. Buy it from his website. That would be even better. He he, I think he makes a little bit more money that way. And that that would be great. James, would you, we've had you on before? But you're so enchanting. It would be fun to have you on again. Could you can can you're doing this uh, next competition in
1: July. Yeah, July. That's correct. July 16th. Yeah.
0: After the cut, will you email me back? And so we can have you back on and let you know if you defended your championship or not. Sure.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't know if the championship's up. It's just more of a fun, fun one. It's uh, the championship be next year. But uh, well, you, I, there I, is. I don't think is. I can enter that. But I, I do get to enter in the over 50 competition. So that's Ooh. the bodybuilding one. So that's an official kind of bodybuilding one. And. uh, so, you know, uh, that'll be a, a new experience, not a transformation, but actually, you know, kind of posing with all those bodybuilder type guys.
0: How, do, how does it feel being where you are and being who you are, knowing that there is some guy sweating in a gym somewhere in Canada that's saying, I'm going to beat that James Rice. I am going to beat him this time. He's not going to win. I'm going to win that, that title.
1: Then I say this: I'm gonna slap on my VHS of uh, Rocky Three. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be ready for you. After you're I lose, Rocky. I will come back and win again. So
0: <laughs> exactly, and, <laughs> and then there'll be James Four, and there'll be James uh, Five, uh,
1: and then I'll take on the Russians, and uh, yes. you know, we'll do it all.
0: And you're gonna have seven kids in the next five years. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but. Uh, <laughs> James, thank Uh, you for being here. It's been a pleasure.
1: uh, That's fun, Kevin. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone.
0: And we'll see you next time. And hold on right there, James, and I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.